Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Friends. Happy Monday. Yes, that is what day it is, and it's also December. Ooh. Oh, yeah. In some places around the world, it is also a time of festivities. Yes, that is very true. Shall we say uh, Christmas? Among other things. <laughs> but... You know what we celebrate here at the Barker Lounge? Our dedication to friends. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Because we continue our journey through season six. And things are about to get hot. <laughs> yep, and this one's titled The One Where Ross Dates a Student. Uh, I promise you it's not as gross as it sounds. Please don't come after us. I just got my uh, teacher evaluations. Check out what this one student wrote. I loved Dr. Geller's class. Mind-blowing lectures. Dr. Geller, you are definitely the hottie of the paleontology department. Ah, uh, hotties of the paleontology department. There's a big-selling calendar, eh? <laughs> Who wrote it? Oh, I wish I knew, but the evaluations are all anonymous. Hey, do you still have their final exams? Yeah. Well, because you could just match the evaluation to the exam with the same handwriting, and boom, there's your admirer. <laughs> the hot girl's at stake, and all of a sudden, he's Rain Man. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are we so sure that this is a girl? It's a girl. Anyway, it wouldn't matter, okay, because I'm, I'm a teacher. She's a student. Oh, is that against the rules? No, but it is frowned upon. I see. Besides, there's a big age difference. Oh, well, think of it like this. When you're 90... I know. You... When I'm 90, she'll be like 80, and it won't seem like such a big difference. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say at all. <laughs> what I was going to say is, when you're 90, you'll still have the memory of what it was like to be with a 20-year-old. Intro. I can't believe we finally found Ross is dating all the students in here. Ooh, classy. Sneaky. I guess we're about to find out, guys. Not all the students. Who is this crush on his uh what his little cutie hottie of the paleontology department, huh? But I love how Rachel was really quick with her sick burn. Like, how are you so sure that this is a girl? Uh, <laughs> I mean, depending uh, on the guy, it could be a compliment. Know. So, <laughs> and looking at you, Ross. Props to Joey, by the way, because all of a sudden he like got all like, yeah, this is what you got to do to figure out whose handwriting it was. And yeah, because it's a hot girl at stake. But hey, all right, Joey. So anyways, we are still continuing on here at Monica and Chandler's apartment, which is where we started off. And, uh, Mama Mondler. Joey comes in and, you know, he's like, hey, 
you remember that girl that you, you know, I think you went to school with her, um, and you know, she's like a big director now and all that stuff, and I just really, really need a favor, and then Chandler's like, oh, you mean Dana Keystone, yeah, yeah, what about her? I love you how know? he just says the entire name. Yeah. Just like, right off the tip of your tongue there, huh? And Chai's like, well, I really need a favor, see, she's got this movie, and like, I haven't, I really want an audition, like, please, please, can you help me, please, like, begging Chandler. Like, I don't think, like, uh, Chandler is really about keeping in contact with people like that. Yeah. Outside of, you know, Ross and Joey, obviously. And Joey's like, you owe me. And Chandler's like, I owe you? I mean, you owe me, don't you mean you already owe me so much? Yeah, I was about to say, it's about <laughs> like we're locking people in cabinets here. And Joey's like... Okay, fine. We're not talking about that. But, like, please. <laughs> the last day for auditions is Thursday. So, if you can get me in for Thursday, like, no later than Thursday, okay? And if you need a quick oh, way... By the way, did you forget about uh, Thursday? <laughs> and he's like, you know, and here's an easy way to remember it, you know? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, what day? What, what day? Thursday. The third day <laughs> of the week. Uh, uh, oh, calm down. Calm down. Rachel, meanwhile... Thursday. <laughs> ...comes out of the bathroom and, you know, she's like, Hey, guys, you mind if I check my messages? And I was like... Look how all the friends are just always in any given apartment at any yeah. time. She's like, hey, you know, you know, sure, nature calls. She wants to see uh, who left her message, too. So she came from the bathroom. Good old nature. But I guess she was trying to call her, you know, their apartment, her and Phoebe's. Do you guys remember what it was like to call your house phone back in the day just to check your messages from another house phone? That's, That's a foreign concept. Right? Throwback. And so Rachel's calling and she's like, hello? Uh, who's this? And she's like, guys, someone's at our apartment. Call the cops. And Monica's like, you're on the phone. How come? <laughs> oh, excuse me. But anyway, um, you know, apparently there's been a fire. Yeah, keep in mind, landline phones aren't an option right now. Yeah. And so Phoebe's like, uh, a fire? How bad is it? Well, I'm guessing it's pretty bad if the fire department's at their house. <laughs> so they gotta go. So they all go. And then Joey's like smiling, like uh, it's not really a moment to smile right now. And Chandler's like, "Why are you smiling?" He's like, "The part that I'm auditioning for, so fireman. This is so meant to be." Uh, probably a really bad time to start uh, interpreting fate, there, Joe. Right, right. So let's head over to the university where uh, Ross teaches. And uh, apparently uh, draws a lot of attention from the shadows. You know, he's all—he's looking at the grades that were posted on the bulletin board for the students. Trying to apply uh, Joey's subtle tactics for finding who his secret admirer could be. <laughs> and, you know, his colleague, Professor, goes up to him. He's like, wow, you're pretty generous with your grades this semester. And so Ross is trying to, like, change them, like, kind of quick, like, a few of them, like, dance. It's like a really uh, cave to the pressure of people's opinions there. But this is where we meet the student. <laughs> of course so. we don't know this yet. You know, we just have the beauty of sitcom magic working for us right, in the audience. Right, right. So the student approaches Ross and she's like, Professor Geller, um, you know, you're, I just want to say, you know, I'm really embarrassed about my evaluation on you. And Ross is kind of confused at first, like... It's like, uh, uh, that's a really random thing to say, but please, tell me more. You know, I called you a hottie 
Oh. It was you. It was you. She's like, you know, I, I guess it's just it's weird, right? Because, you know, you're a teacher. I'm a student. It's me. I'm Ross. Yeah. Confessing. I'm a hottie. <laughs> she's all confessing her little crush. And Ross is like, yeah, unfortunately, no. And then she's like, but, you know, the semester's over, so you're not my teacher anymore. I was thinking. Wow, look at her with the little MacGyver, the little caveat maybe there. Maybe go out. And Ross is like, what time? Like, real quick. He was just Whoa, like. <laughs> not even remotely subtle. Like, you could have at least had, like, a moment of hesitation there, buddy. <laughs> but help also, us help you. <laughs> oh, my God. But also, I love this part because as this is this transaction is happening, she's looking at her grades and she's like, Oh, I see you already gave me an A. And Ross quickly gets like, oh, okay. Like, he gets it like, oh, she was just using me to get get an A. But then she's like, I'm just kidding. He's like, okay, so seriously, what time? Wow. <laughs> seriously. Man, we're going to be that gullible. Right? So let's head over to the fire disaster at Fachel's apartment. Where fate has struck. According to Joey. And it looks like the living room looks fine. The kitchen looks fine. Most of the damage is contained in the bedroom. And uh, Well, you know, as most fire damage goes, at least we can contain it to like one spot versus <laughs> the entire apartment. I consider that luck. Yep, and of course Joey's already talking to the fireman like, mind if I borrow that suit on Thursday? <laughs> you know, just try, trying to add some authenticity to my props. <laughs> Monica's like, Joey. <laughs> oh, look, look, look good on Chandler, though. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so, you know, the you know both rooms are ruined, right? Phoebe's room, Rachel's room. And Rachel's like, you guys, look at There's nothing left. Everything's ruined. But my, remember my favorite blue sweater? And Monica's like, isn't that my blue sweater? <laughs> Rachel's like, fine. I'm sorry for your loss. Hands are like a piece of the sweater. Um, but the fireman's asking, like, you know, trying to, this is the point where they kind of gather the cause of fire. Hey, any of you guys like to smoke or burn candles? And Phoebe's kind of like, yeah, you know, I do all the time, you know, like incense. Oh my God, oh my God, it was me. So she kind of self-incriminated herself there. And Rachel's like, I wonder about those damn candles. <laughs> but, uh, kind of feel like that came a little too easy, don't you? Mm, just a little bit. Speaking of, let's head over to Mondlers again, where uh, Joey walks in and looks like Chandler's on the phone right now. No one locks doors in this show. <laughs> and you can tell by the sound of it, looks like he's catching up with Dana on the other end. And while he's on the phone, Joey's over here doing like hand signals like, you know, like trying and to catch his mind, attention. Most of these are like really unnecessary. Right. <laughs> and then Chandler's, you know, tried to ignore him a couple times. Then finally he's like, can you hold on real quick? Like on the phone. Do you not want me to work the magic here? And he's like, what? What is it? And Joey's like, oh, I was just going to ask when you hang up, do you want to go grab some pizza? Really? Well, that, that couldn't have waited like, until he... Really? Really? He answered it himself. <laughs> what? And so, uh, you know, Chandler's like, oh, I would, but... um gonna go take Dana out for some coffee, you know? So I can, uh, inquire mm-hmm. about this role you're trying to get. What was that, friend? But of course, while he says this, Monica's already walking in the apartment, coming home, and she's like, wow, now you're going on a date with this girl? I mean, it's been ten years, you know? He's like, you gotta put in time. You don't, you don't just 
go and ask somebody a favor after seeing them for 10 years like you know i mean i, I like chandler's uh, little analogy there well you gotta grease the wheel a bit and so she's like okay that's fine i mean it's not like you're going out with your ex-girlfriend and he's like no we only went out once what you dated her buddy not once and no one to stop talking and she's like well, yeah well maybe i'll go out with an ex and do a favor for joey and joey's like you want to do me a favor you can go out with me really like really joey really? Pick, pick your moments buddy but oh <laughs> monica but let's head over to central Perk and get it percolating where uh, Chandler is now catching up with Dana, because where else is he going to take her for some coffee, right? <laughs> so, you know, he tries to slip in, like, because she's like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this thing with my new movie. And, oh, you know, speaking of movies, like, my friend Joey, he's an actor. And Dana's like, hey, you know, um, you remember Howie? Yeah, tell me why Howie from college, you know, hits me up out of nowhere, you it's know. It's almost like Dana senses where Chandler's going. Right. And, like, gives him just the buffer he needs to <laughs> reconsider what he's saying. Like, right before Chandler even goes to describing Joey, just saying he's an actor friend, she's just like, you know, Howie just out of nowhere, you know, asking me for a favor. You know, how you doing, you know, or a cup Get of trigger. No, no cup of coffee first. I mean, the nerve. And Chandler's like, didn't even come to my birthday. <laughs> Chandler's just kind of like, refill? <laughs> Got all quiet. I mean, like, oh, what can you say after man. that instead of, uh, you know, continuing the day? Right. You gotta live the charade, Chandler. Live the charade. So we head on over back to Monica and Chandler's, and uh, Monica is apologizing for the messy guest room because, as we know, Phoebe and Rachel cannot stay at their apartment because of, you know, the fire in the bedroom. So Monica's like, you guys, now, I'm so sorry. This is last minute. It's kind of messy. But knowing Monica... You know, her <laughs> version of messy is still, like, relatively clean to right. us. So she opens the door. Whoa, it's really nice. Like, you can tell from when it was Rachel's room. It's... It kind of brings me back to the the episode with uh, trying to figure out what they were going to do with the guest room. And it looks like Monica ended up getting her way with the uh, antique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, look, unfortunately, there's only room for one person. So one of you guys have to stay at Joey's. Rock, paper, scissors. Phoebe's like, well, I guess it was my fault. So I'll stay at Joey. And at first, Rachel's trying to be like nice, like, Oh, Phoebe, it's okay. And then Phoebe's like, no, it's okay. It's fine. I'll stay. And Rachel's like, okay. It's like all excited to stay at Monica. She totally wants to stay at Chateau de Monica. Right, right. <laughs> Which brings us to Joey's apartment where uh, he's giving a little tour of where everything's at for Phoebe as if they don't already know. Cause... You know, the many amenities that she wouldn't have noticed as a regular guest. <laughs> Joey's like, here's where I keep the pizza and the napkins. Phoebe's like, what's that smell? Joey's like, I know, right? <laughs> you get oh, I thought he was going to explain where he keeps the smell, too. Continue the trend. <laughs> so we are now in the streets of New York, where Ross and um, her name is Elizabeth, by the way, on a date, you know, <laughs> looks like they... In we didn't read her. Huh? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but she basically, <laughs> you know, she was thinking they're having fun, and she's like... I bet you didn't even notice me. Like, come on, you know how big this class is. And then Ross is like, of course I did. She's like, no, no, you like, didn't. Really, Ross? I 
and he's like, no, you sat next to uh, Von something. Like, he had, like, nicknames of, like, with, with, like I don't know, like, a description with a person, like, the guy with the stinky brown shirt. Like, he was using random quirks as yeah. a tool to remember students. Right, right. And he's like, yeah, I have a nickname for everybody. And she's like, did you have a nickname for me? No. You literally, you literally. I can make one for you. <laughs> Ross, you literally I'm just Ross. said you had a nickname for everybody. But anyway, she's like, come on, what is it? And he's like, cutie McPretty. Oh, really? Corny. I'm not buying it for a second. I know, right? <laughs> so then Ross is like, you know, I've got to say, like, this date's been really fun, like, and it's not even weird at all. Like, no. Yes. And all of a sudden, he sees a colleague coming out of, like, another place. Dun, dun, dun. He pushes her to the side. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, what's wrong with being seen by uh, so your good. fellow professors? Everything's good, right? We're all, all kosher. Right. OMG. So let's head over to Phoebe and Rachel's. Um, <laughs> Ruby! You know, they're kind of, like, grabbing some stuff, whatever's left. And, you know, Phoebe's asking how Rachel slept. She's like, yeah, I slept well. Monica left me a mitt on my pillow. Hey, very hospitality. I see it. And uh, Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, Joey left gum on my pillow. Question is, was it chewed or not? Right, right. Now, the you know, the inspector or whoever is trying to figure out the cause of the fire, you know, they've kind of figured it out, comes out, and he goes, well, we determined the cause. Oh, this ought to be good. And Phoebe's like, I know, I know, the candle. No. Any of you guys use, like, a curling iron? Uh, Phoebe's like, no. Uh, Rachel's like, don't look at me. My hair is straight. Straight, straight, straight. Uh, and then, well, it could have been a straightener. Oh. oh. Which brings us back to <laughs> Joey's apartment. And now it's Rachel and Phoebe have switched places. Revelations. Revelations. <laughs> and, of course, repeat. Joey's just giving Rachel the same tour he gave Phoebe. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's the simple life for Joey. <laughs> but I think Rachel's gonna discover a subtle charm in that. Yeah. So, heading back over to Monica and Chandler's apartment, Mondler, Phoebe is getting the ultimate overbearing spoiled treatment from Monica. Like, she's sitting on the couch, she's reading Kinda a like book. like the exact opposite of what she would have anticipated, mm-hmm. right? Monica, like, turns on the lamp by her. She's like, I wouldn't want my best guest to strain her eyes. And Phoebe's just like, oh. Okay, thanks. Good, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Need some like, extra pillow fluffing? I'm right here, right behind you, breathing down your neck. Are you okay? Monica's like, uh, you know, is the smell from Joey's still bothering you? You want me to bake a pie to mask the smell? Um, that's an extreme amount of effort to uh, cover another scent with a more overpowering one, but okay, I'll take it. First, Phoebe was like, well, I don't have to, but then when she found out about the whole smell, he was like, you know what? Yeah, bake the pie. So, a phone call comes in at this point. And Monica answers it, you know. She's like, oh, Phoebe's the fire inspector. To tell her about the fire. So, you know, it's clear that Phoebe's on the phone. Now, while she's on the phone, the person on the other end is not really a fireman inspector. <laughs> it's someone with an accent going... Yeah, you know, not really good leaving candles. A strangely familiar accent. Unattended, you know. That's one of the first things they teach you in fire. If you guys could see Chris's mouth. 
She's like doing this weird, exaggerated cartoon thing. And uh, yeah, so as soon as this is happening, Phoebe walks across the hall. And sure enough, it's Joey pretending to be the fire inspector so Rachel can get Phoebe to switch places. So subtle! Oh my god! No, never gonna happen. <laughs> so, we're still at Joey's, right? But this time, now Ross is there, Monica's there. Let's get Joey late. No, it doesn't work. Oh, no, it doesn't. I'll never cheat on the theme song again. And uh, Ross is telling Monica and Joey about the date now. Right? It's a little later in the episode now, or the scene, and he's kind of like, you know, age gap, it's really not a problem. You know, she's really mature, and and while Joey's like, hey, Ross, and by the way, I know you guys can't see me, but if you're watching the episode, you'd be seeing Joey, like, has his hand open, like, two palms, like, under his chest, like, making, like, a form circle to make it look like... A very familiar form. For like, basically, uh, kind of hand gesturing to Ross, like, oh, is her boots big, you know? <laughs> Ross just like advertising. And while Ross is being serious, telling them about it, he's like, a concept lost on some people. <laughs> Referring to Joey. It's like you're not helping Joey. But Monica's like, but can you even date a student? Like I thought you can't. And he's like, it's just frowned upon. Which Ross has been saying like from the beginning. You it's know, just frowned upon. Technically, he's indulging in said frowned upon thing. He's like, you know, except for Jejir Van Holier than Dal, which is one of the professor colleague that you know he ran into. Getting, uh, <laughs> oddly specific with those nicknames there, huh, Ross? Right. But Monica hits him back. She's like, careful, Ross. You don't want to get nickname of Professor McNeil's student. <laughs> yeah. And then Joey's like, you know. Follow your heart. You know, I think you should do what you want. Heart or heart on? <laughs> and Monica at first is like, Joey, how sweet. And then he goes, he does it again, like the gesture of the boobs. Like, right, right, right. But anyway, Chandler comes in at this point, And Joey's like, how did it go? How did it go? I mean, you know, so Thursday? Yeah, I mean, I know I have something on Thursday, but what time? You know? Chandler's like, couldn't get to the audition part. I'm gonna take her out to dinner and then we'll go from there. Now Monica's like tripping even more. Like, wait, you're gonna go out again? You're really doubling down on this, huh? And Ross is like, wait, wasn't she a, wait, Dana from college? Wasn't she a, hmm, 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 hmm? Now Ross is doing the hand gesture. (laughs) Don't do it. Right? And Chandler's like, no, that's Dana Kaplan. Then Joey and Ross are like, oh, wait, Monica's like, Joey, you didn't go to college with them. (laughs) So? (laughs) I just want to be part of the moment. Let me have this. Alright, so, speaking of Dana, we are now at said dinner hangout with Chandler. Uh, continued extenuation of uh, Chandler's past dating experience (laughs) and you know again he didn't get to talk about the audition part because dana kind of beat him to that with talking about howie and now she's just got all these stories right she's telling her stories and then chandler's just kind of pretending like he's interested he's like she's really reminiscing diving in meanwhile in the back of chandler's head it's like yeah i could just get an opportunity to ask you this question so Chandler's like, great story. Again, you know, the yarns that you weave. <laughs> you are a mage with these amazing tapestries. But the way Chandler's doing it, he's like pouring it on really strong. 
And Dana's like, oh. Like, kind of thinks that he's hitting on her. And she's like, you know, I think I better go. He's like, no, 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 stay. And she's like, uh, oh, Chandler. Like, it's not going to work uh, out the way you think I'm it is. I'm flattered, but I don't feel that same way. And Chandler's like, what? oh. You know, he was about to talk and be like, but it's, like, try to explain, like, that's not what this is about. But then Dana's like. Light bulb. You know, you're a sweet guy, you know, and oh, I'm so sorry. I wish there was something I could do to make you feel better. Ding. Light bulb on. <laughs> Chandler's like, oh. So he starts to fake cry. He's like, I mean. I just well, didn't think it would be this know, hard. I mean, there is one thing you could do. And I mean, and, and my friend would kill me right now if he knew I was asking. But uh, you know that movie you have? Well, maybe he can audition on, let's say, Thursday. Wait, uh, that would make you feel better? Yeah, yeah, I really think it would. your friend would fix our current dilemma? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, of course, anything, sure. And he's like... That's what you want. He's like, well, the heart wants what the heart wants. Okay, bye. (laughs) Wow, that was easy. So here we are at Monica and Chandler's apartment. And Monica is doing what she does best, being overbearing. And she's checking on Phoebe, you know, in her room. And but not like, the good checking. Yeah, she's like, how's my guest doing, you know? Phoebe's like, not much has changed in the last five minutes. And Monica... It's almost like you can hear Phoebe's teeth grinding as she says it. The funny part that trips me out here, because I personally wouldn't do it, but Monica is coming in there with a plate of cookies, right? And she's like, I made you some cookies. And Phoebe's like, I'm still full from your homemade potato chips. But you should homemade eat potato these. Chips. I want those. She's like, you should eat these now. They're hot from the oven. So this is the part that trips me out. Phoebe was about to try one. In bed. And Monica's like, oh no. Uh, oh, oh, pulls a plate away. But not in here, remember? No crummies. Not mm. the crummies. But this is the part that trip. I know I said that three times. Besides the fact that they sound <laughs> but, like an after-school dental cartoon villain. But the part that gets me is that why would you, OCD Monica, bring the plate of cookies with you to the room to begin with? It's almost like you were setting a trap. Right. That part always gets me. But anyways, Phoebe's like, okay, you know, I'll be out in a second. So Monica's like, okay, great. So she goes out with the cookies and <laughs> Phoebe tries to lock the door. That ought to get rid of her for at least a few seconds. She probably has all the keys. And it looked like there was a little lock part at the top. And Monica comes in. And it's unlocked. What are you doing? Oh, this door doesn't lock, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Great. It's just there to give you a false sense of security. It's the antique lock. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back to Joey. Where, you know... Joey's! Him and Rachel are watching... TV or whatever, and Rachel accidentally drops spaghetti on the floor. An appropriate oh, dish. I'm so sorry, Joey. Oh my god, that's gonna leave a stain. Hey, it's alright. You're at Joey's. What? Really? Well, yeah. She's like... Watch Rachel's, and learn. Rachel's like, wow, I never lived like this before. And Joey <laughs> did the same thing, dropped his spaghetti, and then Rachel turned it into a game. Oh, wow, this is fun. I was getting very Hakuna Matata with it. It means no worries. So she drops more spaghetti. And Joey's like, like, hey, 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 hey. He's like, don't waste it. It's still food. Hey, we we still eating here, all right? 
but it wouldn't be Joey unless he, what did he do? Grabs said spaghetti on the floor. And it looks like he got like the whole guap. He grabbed puts Rachel's it, clump of spaghetti, his. Puts it back on his plate. Continues That's eating as if nothing happened. Yep, yep. But let's go back to a Central Perk and see how Ross and Elizabeth are doing. You know, Ross It's continuing like, to percolate in the most awkward of ways. You know, he's kind of like, everything's obviously going well. And he's like, hey, you want to go get some drinks? She's like, I can't. And Ross's like, oh, you got some studying to do? No, I'm underage. Yeah, I got some turning 21 to do. (laughs) He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know, just getting more comfortable with her. But then three professors come inside Central Park. And all of a sudden, Ross hides. Like, he lays on her lap. And she's like, what are you doing? How's this working out for you? Ross is like, I'm just so comfortable with you like laying on her lap and she turns around and she sees the professor she's like oh and ross is like did they leave yet no but i think i'm about to and ross is like you know what you're right slick move buddy i shouldn't be ashamed you know who cares what people thinks but he does something completely bold and goes up to the professors with elizabeth introduces her i mean i wouldn't have like you yeah, brought the problem you know, to myself, right. but I okay. I kind of kept going until somebody said something. But he did it anyways. And he's like, guys, hey, this is, um, you know, Elizabeth. And then one of the professors like, aren't you in my, one of my classes? <laughs> and Ross, Red flag, red flag. <laughs> Ross is like, yes, Abort. that's right. She's a student. And you may frown upon it, but we're not going to hide it anymore. Colleague one goes, you are so fired. Huh? Colleague two goes, yeah, you can't date a student. It's against the rules. Oh, okay. So we head back over to Joey's where uh, Rachel has been taught how to live a little fun. Joey had taught her the art of throwing wet paper towels at the wall. I love living at Joey's. Basic arts and crafts at their finest. (laughs) Chandler walks in and he's like, so you busy Thursday? And Joey's like, oh, ha, ha, you're so funny. Like, I don't know if you know this, but Thursday is supposed to be my audition. But then turns around and realizes, you got me the audition. Let's hug it out. Gives him like the biggest hug. And Chandler's like, okay, calm down. You don't know the things I had to do to get this for you. (laughs) Big old hug. And then Chandler's like, okay, what are you going to do to me if you get the part? (laughs) But um, <laughs> continuing on with Rachel and Phoebe's situation with the living arrangements, listen to this. Hey, hi. hi. Listen, um, yeah, okay, I need to talk to you. Uh-huh. Now, I know that they said that the, um, the hair straightener started the fire, but I think I'm partly at fault. You see, I didn't, I didn't tell you, but, um, but I, I had recently refilled the tissues. And so, you know, let's face it, that's just kindling. So, you know, I think it's better that I stay at Joey's. No, 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 Phoebe. This was my fault. And besides, you know what? I'm fine here. Okay. Oh, um, Chandler Monica is looking for you. Really? Yeah, she said something about crummies. No, no, no. I was so careful. Okay. You have to switch with me. Monica is driving me crazy. That's right. All the ladies want to stay at Joey's. 
no, no, Phoebe, come on, I don't want to switch, please. Come on, I can throw wet paper towels here. No, but at Monica's, you can eat cookies over the sink. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. All right, fine. This looks like so much fun. <laughs> God, what a mess. <laughs> Well, uh-huh. Good thing Phoebe got Chandler out of there quick enough because Monica is driving her crazy. Yeah, I don't know how much longer uh, I could have hang with that. Crummies. <laughs> They're everywhere. And so now let's head over to Ross's apartment where uh, he brings Elizabeth back, of course. He's like looking at the... I guess he just magically has his, like, rule book out, you know, from the university, like, employee handbook. Oh, I guess it's true. Can't date a student, and I can't even have a hot plate in my office. Because mm, that's important, Ross. And she's like, well, for what it's worth, like, I really appreciate you, like, standing up for me. You know, basically not being ashamed of her, right? And I'm glad she didn't make a metaphor about hot plates and hot students. <laughs> and Ross is like, I know, but it sucks, man. Like, it's 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 forbidden, you know? And she's like, wow. When you say it like that, like forbidden, it's it's really hot. He's oh, like, we're about to step into a very dirty ASMR territory. And he's like, well, well, I don't care how how hot it is you know it's forbidden and and we can't it can't happen and and she's like Shh. even though if you're watching along with us it's clearly happening mm -hmm. and the next thing she says is shut the book so they end up making out and he's like and let's get a hot plate okay yeah that that's sexy during a makeout session yeah okay ross Anyway, let's head over to the last scene of the episode where... That's a destination. We end at uh, Joey's apartment. And Joey comes in. I mean, Joey Chandler comes in. Joey's like... <laughs> Joey's walking into his own home. Joey's, eating, <laughs> Joey's <laughs> eating pizza. And Chandler's like, so? And Joey's like, what? It's Thursday. How's the audition? Joey's like... Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <gasps> oh, runs out the door. But again, it wouldn't be Joey unless comes back in, grabs a slice of pizza, and then bolts out the door for the audition. Same effect, same effect. And that ends the episode. Alright, everyone. Now we're going to slide into our thoughts and opinions. I'm going to take the reins on this one and uh, definitely say... This one's a chef's kiss for me. Mm -hmm. It's a step up in listening quality from, yet again, escaping the multiple episode zone. Yeah. And uh, the uptake <laughs> is great. Uh, dangerous territory for Ross. He's slipping into no-no land. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you to his professor for reiterating yet again. You can't date a student. Right. It's, not a it's not a good look, Ross. Nope, nope, no, it ain't. But uh, we're going to continue down uh, the rabbit hole with that one because I don't think that's the last we're going to see of uh, Elizabeth. Mm. You can't get away from these E names. Emily, Elizabeth. Right. Emily, Elizabeth. Errol. Just kidding. <laughs> Errol. <laughs> Angel. Angel, I was just going to say. <laughs> On the other side of the spectrum, uh, we have uh, Chandler 
going through his past in the worst possible way <laughs> to do a creative endeavor for a friend. Oh, and man. it looks like it paid off at the small price of his dignity. Yeah. And, uh, that could have went a lot better for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel bad for him. There's no Poor Chandler. Uh, that's my thoughts and opinions for this one. Uh, what'd you think, Chris? You know, I'm gonna start my uh, opinion and thoughts off where you left off with the Chandler, you know, kind of going back to his past. I really did think that, you know, the writers and producers really knew what they were doing here to kind of set the plot and set the scene like how it relates and correlates to his past to the future where like joey happens to have this audition and you magically remember that this said producer is uh or director is chandler's old college classmate like okay so that must have been Super a topic specific but i did think that, that <laughs> joey's just a really good friend who pays attention to detail right or hot girls you know you know, so I thought that was pretty cool how that tied in together. And, of course, what better way to do it than the best friends, Joey and Chandler. Well, you know, you know what I mean. But, um... Your friends be friending. And, you know, with the whole Phoebe and Rachel thing with the fire. Um, yeah. So, I love how at first it was like, Phoebe. You would totally expect it to be Phoebe. Incense, candles... All of them, you know, when she's doing, like, her normal hippie stuff. But then, boom, Rachel. Again, I like the fact that both characters have been... All the characters, basically, have something going on. In this case, it's Rachel and Phoebe. They live together. The fire happened. Now they got to deal with living at Joey's and Monica and Chandler's temporarily. So... A whole nother <laughs> rabbit hole. But let's get down to the main event of this episode ross oh ross you're dating a student yep yep guys say it again ross is dating a student just just think just just sit on that no but seriously in all honesty i thought this episode was pretty cool i do think it's obviously you know gonna be a little lot of a lot of challenges there for ross with the whole dating a student yeah, thing it's not like this is a topic you can just spend one episode on right. there's no getting away from this right. and it's about to get a lot worse before it gets better mm -hmm. and mind you it's a different era you know dating the age gap thing in the 90s you know there's a lot of differences going on there but we'll we'll get into that and see how it works out with ross and elizabeth but, yep, overall, pretty good episode. I do agree with you on the whole, yeah, I'm definitely tired of the uh, two-parters for now. So, I'm glad to see that season six is uh, coming up again. So, yep, that's my uh, opinion for the show. All right, everyone. As always, here at the Barker Lounge, we love to give you our insights and opinions on our show known as Friends. Chris. Tell them where you can find out more info. You can find us at our Instagram page at The Barker Lounge, where you can find all our episode releases, and all listening platforms are listed in our bio. Follow us. All right, everyone. Remember to stay safe, stay sane, and most importantly, do something you love, because you're awesome, and you deserve it. But uh, more important than that, remember, we'll, we'll be, be there, there for you, and not dating any students.
my gosh, thank you so much for having tea with me. And you not know, a problem, I, not a I hear you're not doing great things with your, um, yeah. you know, being it's, a producer it's now. Great, you know, uh, so many shows oh, have come out under my name. That's that, crazy. Uh, I just feel amazed. I feel like I'm living my purpose right now. You know, now. my friend, um, but she's the, you actually know what's an really actress. Been super annoying lately. People uh, have just continuously been asking me for like, you know. Insider favors, oh, or like oh, oh. you know, to bring their friends on for I mean, roles for movies and I stuff mean, like that. And it's just gets really hard to like deal with that kind of pressure when I'm under the constant strain of having to deal you see, with my like, friend, directors though, giving know, me their pressure from she, their like moral dilemmas uh, and the things they have oh. to go through with the creative director. But see, my friend, she's very, the very talented. Argues with the other to be like, I but mean, anyway, you were saying something, huh? Oh, oh yes, uh, uh, yes. We'll take we'll take two reds. You know. um Maybe do you have any try? Do you want to maybe? Oh, they're uh, not coming back. Maybe want to hang out again? You know, not make this a one-time thing. So. Sure. Yeah. And you know what I appreciate about you? What's that? The fact that you didn't ask me for anything. Uh, I, I mean, would you like some more tea to go with that red? Yes. Uh, you know, so dinner tomorrow night? Yeah. 